Welcome to the College and Career Sunday School podcast for the First Church of the Nazarene in Highland, Indiana. These lessons are geared towards young adults between 18 and 28, but the truths taught can benefit people from every walk of life. This week, we will be studying Sabbath and why we should all still be celebrating Sabbath, even in our crazy busy lives. I want everyone to start by thinking about what you have done on the last few Sundays. Now think about why you did that particular thing or things. The Hebrew word for Sabbath means cease, desist, or rest. The word does not mean seven, seventh day, Saturday, Sunday, or even Tuesday. It simply means rest. If you look closely at Exodus 20, 9 through 10a, or any other passage of Sabbath command, you will not see a reference to a particular day. The command simply says, six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. Why should we have a Sabbath? God gives us three reasons for the observance of a Sabbath day. The first reason God gives us is that a Sabbath day observance identifies us with God himself. For example, in Exodus 20.11, it is said, For, or because, in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. God our Father does it this way. and when we do as he does, we show the world that he is our father. A weekly pattern of work and rest should be a regular part of our lives. God also gave a second reason for Sabbath observance in Exodus 31, 16 and 17. Therefore, the people of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, observing the Sabbath throughout their generations as a covenant forever. It is a sign forever between me and the people of Israel that in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. God decrees that Sabbath observance would serve as a sign of the covenant between God and the children of Israel. Because of this, every Israelite who observed a Sabbath enjoyed both a personal and a national identification with God. The third reason we are told to observe the Sabbath is that it shows compassion to workers. Deuteronomy 5.15 states, You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. God ordered the Sabbath day as a very practical act of compassion for the worker. The people of Israel had lived as slaves and had often worked without rest. God tells them to remember those days and to show compassion to those who work for them by giving those workers a day of rest. This caution is appropriate also for those who work hard at what they do. They should take care of themselves by taking a weekly rest. Sabbath rest cannot always be on a Sunday, but a time to rest, reflect, and celebrate God should be a part of everyone's week. Sabbath will look different in everyone's life. 
God promised blessings as a reward for Sabbath obedience. Let's look at Isaiah 58, 13-14 again. If you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going your own ways, or seeking your own pleasure, or talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. If this is an if-if-then statement, if they called the Sabbath a delight, if they honored the Sabbath, then they would take delight in the Lord. If the people obeyed the Sabbath law, God promised them that they could claim their delight in the Lord in verse 14. We know that Israel did not turn back and always follow the law. The prophet Jeremiah spoke to the nation of Judah before their captivity. In their quest to get ahead, they chose to work on God's day. They ignored God's word and his discipline. In Nehemiah 13, Nehemiah stood at the gates as Jeremiah did. In double violation of Sabbath law, this new generation loaded their donkeys with all kinds of goods to sell on the Sabbath. Nehemiah ordered the gates of the city shut, and still the merchants came and camped outside the wall until Nehemiah ran them off. Nehemiah and Ezra brought great Sabbath reform. Finally, the nation faithfully observed Sabbath law. But another danger lay in their path. In their zeal to preserve the Sabbath, they fell into blind legalism. Scribes in the intertestamental period, that is the time between the end of the Old Testament and the start of the New Testament, developed an elaborate legal code to safeguard the Sabbath. In the process, they lost the original purpose of the Sabbath. We need to remember that Jesus observed the religious festivals of the nation. He often taught in the synagogue on the Sabbath, and he had high regard for the purity of temple worship. He did not come to destroy the Sabbath day. Jesus said in Matthew 5.17, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. The law, or Torah, refers to the first five books of the Old Testament, while the prophets, including the rest of the Old Testament, all of which was held to have been written by prophets. In fulfilling the law, Jesus clarified the true meaning of the Sabbath. Jesus fulfills all the Old Testament in that it all points to him, not only in its specific predictions of a Messiah, but also in its sacrificial system, which looked forward to its great sacrifice of himself in many events in the history of Israel, which foreshadowed his life as God's true son, the laws which only he perfectly obeyed, and in the wisdom literature, which sets forth a behavioral pattern that his life exemplified. Jesus' gospel of the kingdom does not replace the Old Testament, but rather fulfills it as Jesus' life and ministry, coupled with his interpretation, complete and clarify God's intent and meaning in the entire Old Testament. Jesus brought the people back to the original purpose of the Sabbath. He said, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, in Mark 2.27. 
God never designed the Sabbath to burden people. On the contrary, he designed it to refresh us and to meet our needs, both physically and spiritually. The Sabbath was not given to man to restrict us. It was a gift given to us for our spiritual and physical refreshment. Pointing to the temple worship, Jesus rightly observed that the priests work on the Sabbath in Matthew 12, 5. God had always wanted ministry to occur on the Sabbath. In fact, God himself works for man's behalf on the Sabbath in John 5, 17. The Pharisees accused Jesus as a Sabbath breaker, but Jesus never actually broke the Sabbath. He only clarified its true purpose. The earliest Christians of Jewish lineage celebrated both the Saturday Sabbath and daily worship with Christian friends. Problems arose when Gentiles came into the faith. During this time period, no doubt, many converts to Christianity attached special significance to Sunday as the day of our Lord's resurrection. The Apostle Paul, the primary apostle to the Gentiles, argued in favor of freedom from constricting traditions. He wrote in Colossians 2.16, Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink, or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. With the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70, Jewish influence over the Christian faith waned, and Sunday emerged as a special day of worship. A Sabbath day has value as a time to rest, reflect, and recommit. Celebrating Sabbath on the same day as other Christians gives us the opportunity to join in corporate worship and ministry. I am going to read some personal inventory questions. Please think about each question and rate your life in light of them. Do you feel lukewarm, even cold, spiritually? Does life seem overwhelming to you? Are you confused about things right now? Does it seem like you have a lot of stress in your life? Are you stumbling spiritually? Are you short-tempered with those whom you love? Are you forgetting things? Are you tired a lot? Do you seem more disorganized than usual? Are you disheartened by life circumstances? We seldom make lifestyle changes unless we plan for those changes. I challenge each of you to make a Sabbath goal. Think about the why, when, where, who, and how of your change. Please make a specific, obtainable goal. Think about the obstacles that you will encounter in reaching your goal. And don't forget to write it down. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today as flawed humans that need your grace. Please help us take the lesson presented today and bring it to you with open hearts. Lead us to the truth you have prepared for each of us and help us obey your command to honor you by observing the Sabbath. We cannot do this in our own power. We must trust you and let your will become our will. Thank you for giving us time to study your word and let your words resonate with us as we live our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining our lesson today. If you liked what you hear, share it with someone in your life and don't forget to subscribe. Then it will be automatically downloaded to your favorite device when a new episode is available.